Oh man, week two in the books. Well, sorta. We got Raiders uh, Saints tonight, but uh, man, what's up, Julian? How you feeling? Week two in of football, bro. Uh, uh, listen, we'll talk about the Falcons and Patriots <laughs> in a second, but I mean, Kyler Murray, bro. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's, that MVP pick that we made is looking nice, and I know Russell Wilson's on fire, but. Russell Wilson was on fire last year, too, and Lamar took it from him. So I, I kind of expect that again this year. But, man, Kyler Murray, bro, I don't know what you think about these Cardinals. Man, oh, man, I, I told you this, and I know you, you told me bad. We both agreed on this. Kyler Murray is going to be a beast this season. He's yep. a new – he's the next Mahomes and Jackson, and he's proven it to everybody, bro. He is – playing hard he's my mvp for the time being him and wilson obviously you just yeah. talked about russell i might give russell the, the edge just for the time being but for kyler now, murray, now, yeah. don't sleep on kyler murray bro everyone just i'm surprised i got him so low in, the, in my fantasy league hmm. um you took him from me in our league you you know but that's another conversation for another <laughs> day uh but yeah man this guy's putting in work uh this you could just tell it's it's crazy with two years a difference uh, an organization can make with the quarterback. Like yep. two years ago, the Cardinals were—I don't know what the Cardinals were. They—they they were not relevant. And some other yeah, team, so. yeah. Like, and and uh, two years. Fast forward two years, man. This team is electric. They're fun to watch. Um, I was—if uh, it wasn't for this Falcons game, man, I would have been excited to see Kyler yesterday. But I was just not in the mood. I did see glances of the game though, and some highlights and. He played a good numbers, man, and the Hopkins trade. I am on board for it. Uh, I will, of course, I was before, but yeah. the whole Hopkins trade is. I don't know, man. Like, I didn't think Hopkins was gonna make a big difference in this in this team. I know he's a top five receiver, but man, this the Murray Hopkins connection is just it's crazy right now, man. Yeah. So I don't know if you have any more I'll, thoughts on this. I'll but. always say the Cardinals fleece the Texans, even if David Johnson has. A good year this year they fleeced them they didn't get anything remotely close to the talent of deandre hopkins that they should have got they didn't even get a first round pick in that in that trade like come on deandre hopkins the first game 14 catches 151 and yesterday i think he had what eight catches 60 yards and a touchdown like bro cliff kingsbury is gonna feed him the ball like that's the thing like a college offense coming to the pros that he's going to get the number one receiver involved. Kyler Murray is a freaking Madden character brought to life because he has like 99 speed. It looks like every time he runs with the ball, like it's insane. And man, the Cardinals are just looking electric. The Bucks, to me are looking flat. I don't, I'm not, I'm very, uh, I'm like in the middle with the Bucks. I don't know what your thoughts are, but Gronk, I told you bro, Gronk's washed. What the fuck did I tell everybody? This dude looked like the Tin Man the last year of the New England Patriots season. And now here he is. He has, I think, one catch through two games. Or two catches through two games. Dude was washed. Didn't get anything yesterday. I don't know, man. The Bucks just seem like they're going to be middle of the road. And like we said, it's going to take a while for them to get the chemistry. They played a weak Panthers team yesterday. And then... 
know. Well, it's gonna. I think to me, it's gonna come down to their defense. Quite honestly, yeah. Um, Brady's gonna do Brady things, obviously, but this defense is what I had high praise for beginning of the season, and just why I think they were gonna make playoffs is because of their defense. Mm-hmm. So they had a great game defensively yesterday. I, I don't know how many turnovers they forced the Panthers to have. Um, I know Teddy did not have a great game. I'll tell you that, but yeah. that's another conversation for another day because we always bash on Teddy here on this podcast. But yeah, man, the the Bucks weren't that impressive to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if they perform like this against the Packers or the you know the Seahawks or you know the, one of those teams or or the Saints for the matter for that matter next time. So we'll see how they do. Um, yesterday, I was expecting them to win, so nothing too big. You know, one and one. Um, we'll see how the Saints do tonight in our division against the Raiders. Uh, uh, is there anything that else, like anything else that like popped out to you from yesterday's games? Uh, from yesterday's games, obviously the Falcons won, but we'll get to that right now in a bit. Uh, another one, it's just all the injuries, bro. Just yeah, all the injuries. Insane. Um, it's just it's so. This is. We we just praised the NFL in our previous episode on basketball that just for, for the COVID, not anything for else. the COVID stuff. But it's just ridiculous. I I thought it was ridiculous from the start too that they didn't have any preseason games. Man, they no. should have they should have delayed the season just a little bit. Yeah. You know, get them get these guys some Be- practice games in. Because you have to think stuff. mini camp and rookie camp and all that stuff like it was all on Zoom. Like they had no you that matters like to get you guys just going and. You know, getting in shape, getting in, getting you into football shape, like mini camp, all that stuff matters, bro. Like voluntary workouts, all that stuff matters. And now you're seeing it. Preseason games, they matter, especially for young guys. Like they need those reps. Like and especially even for the vets, like just to get you going, like get you in that mentality of playing in a football game again. Because injuries, a lot of the times too, is mental, like. Sometimes you're like, oh, I, I'm used to doing this and I don't do that. And then, boom, I get hurt. Like, you just people overthink stuff and then they get hurt. So it's like you're seeing all these factors going into yesterday. Saquon Barkley tore his ACL. Nick Bosa, they just confirmed, tore his ACL. Uh, Solomon Thomas is feared to tore his ACL. Uh, Cortland Sutton, ACL. Uh, what was it? What did Garoppolo have? What was it, his knee or something? I don't even the know. The high ankle sprain or high something ankle like sprain. that? Raheem Moster has an LCL sprain. I mean, it's just I could go on and on on how many injuries there were last mm-hmm. last or yesterday. It was just insane. McCaffrey's out. McCaffrey's out for a few weeks. Like it just it's crazy, it's crazy. But it's like, are we that surprised because they didn't have in that much you know conditioning and training coming into the year, and now it's you're seeing it. It's all these guys are getting hurt, and you know, 49ers already have fear of going back to playing in MetLife because they play the Giants next week and they said they don't really want to because of the turf so it's like man it's like I said I praise the NFL for the COVID stuff but everything else nah like you said they should have pushed it back a little bit I know they wanted to start when they wanted to start but even a week like a a couple weeks wouldn't have been bad we still would have had football so it's like yeah, uh, it's, it's, and there's going to be more injuries coming out of the woodworks too like, so this isn't going to be the only ones that pop up. Yeah, unfortunately, we, I mean, we're, we're probably not going to have anybody playing at the end of the season, to be quite honest with you, in terms of stars and yeah. talent out there on the field. So let's just hope, man. Let's just hope everything, everybody, everybody gets makes help. it. Yeah, everybody yeah, makes it. The season, because this is ridiculous. I mean, a lot of notable names here, like you mentioned. Um, CMC is another one that we just said. Devontae Adams got a 
hamstring injury. Tyrod did. We got Justin Herbert playing his first game because yeah. Tyrod Taylor got hurt. Yeah, like chest so, pains before the game. So yeah, so it's it's scary, man. They should have absolutely had a few preseason games, and it's just. I mean, we don't really care about these games. Obviously, we we want football to start right away. We want NFL Week One to start, but man, these preseason games are are crucial for for these teams to like get their chemistry going. And you've seen it. I can tell you. But just the Falcons is a great example. Our secondary is just—it's just weak right now, mm-hmm. because they're so young and they didn't get any reps in, as many reps as they needed to to prepare themselves for the season. And it's gonna hurt teams, man, uh, health-wise and coaching-wise. These not having these preseason games. Mm-hmm. I hope the NFL takes notes for next season, because obviously next season COVID is probably gonna still be going on, and I hope they take notes about actually having some preseason games and give them some reps, or at least give them uh, those uh. Uh, what like are those games like? Yeah, like, like mini camp games where yeah. like the Falcons and like the Texans would meet up and have a like just like a quick practice. Sp- yeah, no, something like that, man. Mm-hmm. Just get the, get these guys conditioned and their bodies ready for like the impacts they're gonna go through this season. Because I I guarantee you most of these injuries is because their bodies just were not accumulated to getting yeah. hit all the time and like running and like putting a hundred percent effort out there on the field and stuff. So a lot of these injuries, man, it's scary. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't continue for next season or for next week but i wouldn't know man it's it's gonna be a crazy week next week we'll see how that goes and just mm-hmm. hopefully nothing happens nothing bad happens to these teams so but you know i just also want to say quick shout out or not shout out but prayers to james white and his and his dad yeah. man that's i i heard about that last night yeah, his mom's encouraged it's rough too, man so. it's rough i i feel that pain like Thoughts and prayers to him and his family, man, because that's uh, that's very unfortunate, uh, you know, for him for him to be going through that stuff. So, you know, um, yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't know what just, else we, we can just get out. into it. I mean, let's get into Falcons Cowboys. I mean, yeah, bro. See, like we were just talking about injuries, and we we had so much momentum going into like up twenty to nothing. It looked like nobody could stop them, right? Nobody on that Cowboys defense could stop the the Falcons offense. Like they were See? on a roll. And plus the like you were texting me early in the game cuz I couldn't really watch it. I had to watch the highlights. The Cowboys were turning the ball over left and right. That defense was stepping up big time and then you know, we I, there's, a, there's a, it's not going to pop up in the stat sheet, but I mean, we had so much pressure on Prescott to start the game and he fumbled once or twice too I mean obviously the Cowboys recovered it they were fortunate so it's not going to pop up as a fumble in there and the stats sheet either but it's just I do things were starting to go downhill when we got the Tack McKinley injury because um, it was him and Fowler it was Fowler on one side him and the other and I've noted this before the Cowboys O-line was not good like last yesterday it was not healthy they had a bunch of guys that have not played a snap in the league um so we were eating, man. We were eating this offensive line. And then McKinley went down, and then a few plays later, our, our second linebacker, Alucon, went down, and Ricardo Allen went down. And then I was just like, uh-oh, their defense is going to start, like, just falling apart. And it did. Quite frankly, it did. The Cowboys were just running on us after those injuries. And you can't blame them, man. This team's really good. It's so talented. You can, you can only stop them for so long and slow them down for so long. But when you have new guys that – we're just talking about injuries. Like when you have those injuries and you have like guys who haven't played a snap, it's it's gonna hurt us. And I saw it coming, man. Even at halftime, I was watching it with some Cowboys fans. Shout out to Andrew. Um, he has a nice house. I just got a new house. And <laughs> shout out to him for letting me in there, inviting me to his house to watch the game. Um, 
But he told me at halftime, he's like, yeah, man, it's, he, he was saying, like, oh, it's a good game so far. You know, we're, we're but he's talking, because he's a huge Cowboys fan, he's talking about, you know, the Cowboys aren't looking so good, though. Like, this this could be for you guys to win. I was like, nah, Mac, there's one thing I know about these Falcons. I told him, like, we, we're known to choke these leads. He's like, yeah, I understand that. But he's like, but my Cowboys aren't looking good either. I was like, trust me, man, these, these Falcons, they always Falcon. They they find the way to Falcon the way to the loss. That's all That's I was telling you. Can I ask Fal- you? I need to ask you. Is Dan Quinn, like, does he need to get fired for this team to, like, get? Is, is it just, like, they still have that, like, Super Bowl hangover, if, like, mm-hmm. two, three years later? Like, do you think it's time for him to go? Or, like, what do you think? Yes. Because I, I don't understand how they blew that game. They had so many leads. Like, even when the Cowboys were coming back, it was 20 nothing. Then they came back. Then they had, a, I think, a 36-20 to 20 lead at one point. Or 36-24, and then it was 39-24. And they just had all these leads, 29-10 to 10 at one point. Like, it was like they had all these leads going into the – throughout the game. And I'm like, oh, they, you know, the Cowboys are on a run. They'll get some points. But in the end, the, the Falcons will win, which we'll get into the onside kick. They should have just won that game right there. But is Dan Quinn, like, is it something mentally with this team that's revolving around them? Like – They'll always have that circling around them, or you think so? Absolutely. And, I mean, a lot of these guys from the Super Bowl aren't there anymore, especially mm-hmm. on the defense side of the ball. Well, we still got a couple key players from that Super Bowl team. But it's you could just tell, man, like, it's it's also mentally, but also with the play calling with Quinn. I, I just don't understand why he – when we're up so much, I don't know if you noticed, this is why we give up leads all the time. When we're up so much, Quinn kind of, like, takes his foot off the pedal. He stops being so yeah. aggressive with his defense. He he'll start zoning a lot, give the the opposing team some yards, get them down the field, just just for them to waste the clock. Um, he doesn't like to be so aggressive because he doesn't want to give up the big play either. He doesn't want to go one on one and with this corner receiver, and then the you know like Cooper goes out and gets an eighty yard touchdown in like three seconds. Yeah. It, that's not what he wants. He wants the the Cowboys to just you know chew down the clock, get them, give them the yards that they want, march them down the field. And I just I think it's a dumb philosophy and a dumb coaching strategy to have that. Like when your defense is playing that good, obviously barring the injuries, but you gotta keep them aggressive, man. You gotta keep doing yeah. what you were doing at the beginning. But that's what Quinn's known for. He's done this plenty of times where he he just gets too comfortable with these leads and he just believes that the offense is just gonna carry them the rest of the way. And don't get me wrong, our offense did great yesterday. But mm-hmm. the little things that a lot of people are noticing, man, this the running game is still an issue to us. Gurley, I know he's a superstar, and you know he's not the great that we had it or that he was in LA. But the run game was just not going, man. Especially the fourth quarter when you need a first down, that's the problem. Is the Falcons cannot get it. Um, Matt Ryan has to throw the ball to get the first down, and sometimes he gets the incompletion, which stops the clock. Um, and last night or yesterday's game, I noticed in the fourth quarter, Quinn kind of was just gonna say like, "Hey, let's just keep running and keep running and waste this." clock waste his clock and we wouldn't get first downs because of it and then we would give the ball right back to dallas and they would march down the field again and it's just repeat 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 and another coaching decision that i questioned him yesterday was i don't remember what touchdown it was but we were up i believe uh 12 when we scored a touchdown to ridley we were up 12 um and what he wanted no we were up 15 or something like that but we were up Two possessions. Mm-hmm. And you could have just kicked the extra point, make it, you know, a 16-point game, you know, make the Cowboys go for two twice. 
But the man wanted to go for two. Dan Quinn wanted to go for two, make it a three-possession game. Oh, I, yeah, I, res- okay. I respect the risks. I, I love that he was trying to be aggressive on that standpoint. But it cost us. And the reason it cost us, we could have just got the extra point, and we could have just been tied with the Cowboys at the end of the game, got to overtime, probably regroup. We'll see. You never know what happens in overtime. And maybe steal the game back. But that decision alone kind of hurt us, too. We didn't get the two-point conversion, and we lost. It was just... We didn't get the extra point that we could have had. We could have used at the end of the game. And that kind of hurt us, too. A lot of people aren't talking about that. Everyone's just going to talk about this onside kick. But it was just mental mistakes on Dan Quinn's part and just questionable calls that he also made that really cost us this game. And quite frankly, it's going to cost him his job, man. Unless we go far in these playoffs or at least make the playoffs from that from, from that point on, we'll see, man. But I, I, don't, I feel like Arthur, Brain, Arthur Blank is going to finally just – just let him go next season he's done his 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 seat is hot man yeah it's like to me i don't know like the the super bowl they were too aggressive and they didn't run the ball and they let the patriots come back and now in this game it's like they weren't aggressive enough it's just i don't know like what what's the the happy medium you know what i mean like it's just it's something with this falcons team and kyle shanahan too he did this in the super bowl he let up once he got a lead on the Chiefs, and you can't do that against the Chiefs. Like, mm-hmm. come on, like he just ran the ball consistently and it didn't, you know, like Garoppolo throw. And when he had to throw, it didn't matter. Like he just couldn't make the throws. But like this, I don't know what happened yesterday, but that was the Falcons game completely. Like, and they just like they gave exactly. it to the Cowboys. They're like, nah, we were winning the whole game. We don't want the, it for for the all four quarters. We're yep. We were not trailing at this game at whatsoever mm-hmm. until this last second of the game. And the it's onside sad. kick, like, why wouldn't you just fall on it? I understand it's like, you know, spinning weird the way they kicked it. Like, he had it off the tee, kind of kicked it on the side to make it spin more. But I think it was 87. I don't know who, who that is. But I, he had a chance. Nobody was around him. He could have just fell on it, called it a day. You guys win 39-37. But instead, they let it roll 10 yards. And then somebody wants to jump on it, and then the Cowboys recovered it. So it's like I was just confused. Like they were how just the uh, hell. They were like I don't know. They were scared of the of. You couldn't tell in that special teams play. None of those players wanted to grab the ball because obviously the Cowboys have to wait ten yards to to be yeah. able to touch it legally. And you could just tell that none of those Falcons wanted to touch the ball prior to those ten yards. They don't want to be responsible for the one fumbling it and giving the Cowboys the opportunity to touch, of grabbing that ball. But, man, somebody's got to jump on that. But yeah. the thing is, if you look at that play itself, I blame 87 not for grabbing the ball. I, I, I think he's our backup tight end. I forgot his name, though. It's, I okay. think it's impressive or something like that. But, yeah, I blame him for not making the blocks. you yeah. got to block these Cowboys players from even getting close to the yeah. ball. When, when you're just standing there watching it, that's fine. But at least prevent those players from – Getting on that ball once it hits 10 yards, man. These guys literally just, once it hit 10 yards, they started diving for it. Like, nah, man, block these guys. Yeah. Get these guys out of the way. Push these Cowboys players around so they will not have the chance to grab that ball. Because because once it hits 10, you already know they're going to attack it. Mm-hmm. And 87 should have blocked him the minute the ball was starting to roll. You know, who cares if, if they're going to try to grab it after 10 yards, man. You just It was way too easy. Way too easy for it. For the Cowboys to grab that ball, and it was quite frankly disappointing. Once that happened, I knew we were going to lose that game. It mm-hmm. was it was over after that. So I don't know. I'm, it's sad because I saw this coming from halftime. Um, I knew this was coming, 
I saw miles away, but I'm also a little disappointed because it actually did happen. I thought this yeah, Falcons should learn from their learn their lesson from before, but it sucks, man. It's fun. It's depressing being a Falcons fan. I swear it is, and I mean, we'll see how we recover next week. But I man, mean, I, I gave you your schedule. I feel like they could go six and three, maybe beat the Packers with that. That's a long shot right now, especially the way they're looking, but. Uh, I think they can win these next couple games. Like they have some easy games on their schedule. It's just like this game. It, it was an easy game, and they just kept letting the Cowboys hang around too much, and that's what happens. Like the the thing is, Finn, in my book, prior to the season, I have I, I had us going on to. I I didn't think we were gonna beat the Cowboys. Um, but the way we lost yesterday's game is why I'm very nervous and afraid of how we're gonna move on. From, mm-hmm. from being down 0-2. If, if, if the Cowboys were, like, putting up a – if it was a great game back and forth where the Cowboys had a lead and we took the lead and then they had the lead and we had the lead, then that would have been okay. You know, we had a, we put up a great fight, but the Cowboys ended up winning it, you know. But it's just yesterday was just a whole different type of loss for me. And yeah. It's just – it's a Super Bowl hangover, bro. It's literally what we, we experienced in the Super Bowl, and I don't see us recovering from it, quite frankly. Um, I know you're optimistic about these Falcons that we got this easy schedule, but trust me, man. I know this team; their their confidence is low again. They're meant they're mm. mentally yeah. not in there right now, especially with these rookies, man. These rookies are still trying to learn the playbooks, still trying to get fit into this league, and for them to choke like that, it's gonna ruin yeah. their confidence as well. And listen, I told you this last week. I, I said this that the defense it's gonna probably be good around middle of the season, like week eight, week nine, because. Again, mini camp, rookie camp, all that matters. Like you need to get the chemistry going right away. Like they had a month to kind of get acclimated with everything. Like that's not, you know, that that's way like it's just too little time to get you know going. And the preseason again obviously affected the rookies more. And obviously Isaiah Oliver jumping into a, a starting role like that, I feel like that affected him as well. Not getting preseason games so. I don't know. I feel like the defense will come along as long as they stay healthy, which they got hit with a couple injuries yesterday. Hopefully, they're not too bad. But, I mean, that's true, though. The confidence is, you know, shattered a bit, like, the, to blow that lead and to you – know, they, they they controlled the whole game. And to blow it, it's – yeah, it's obviously a confidence uh, shaker yeah, for sure. Man, but, um, the only yeah, bright spots I see out of this team right now is our, our passing offense is, I believe, yeah. top three right now with – Russell Gage becoming a, a reliable receiver. Julio doing his part. Not necessarily grabbing everything like Michael Thomas does, but What's the, the thing Julio? about... Is he hurt? No, no, well, he did get hurt later in the game. He had a cramp. But the thing is, I'm noticing Julio is drawing a lot of attention. This is why Russell Gage is coming out out of nowhere with these stats right now. Because um, in this Cowboys game, Julio was... He was not necessarily getting doubled, but... The safety, safety. Yeah. the safety was really eyeing Julio a lot on, on that side of the field, and which has opened the gaps up for, for Calvin Ridley and Gage to get balls. So I'm not too worried about Julio. I know it's not popping up in the stash sheet, but he's just getting a lot of attention right now. And okay. Obviously, it's going to happen when you're one of the best receivers in this league. Yeah. You're going to either get doubled or the defense is going to solely hey, be paying attention to I'm you. On, so. I'm on the boat here that you said that Ridley was going to have a, a, a breakout year. I can see it. I mean, this dude Absolutely. has it. He has it. I mean, we yeah, didn't see he's... it the first couple of years, but now we're, I'm starting to see it, and I'm like, man, if women Julio be, can become the one-two punch that it's looking right now, man, they they have a they have an offense moving forward, and uh, like I said, yeah, I, I'm confident in these Falcons. I really am, this, even after this is, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something really quick though, and and this is gonna kind of hurt to say, but I'm kind of thinking 
five years from now. Okay. I want the Falcons, and I love Matt Ryan to death. I, I, he, he, to me, is one of the greatest Falcons ever. Uh-huh. Um, but I just feel like we got to move on. And I'm mm. not saying it's because he sucks. I'm not saying it's because, you know, he doesn't fit. No, man, he's, he's our quarterback. He's one of the best quarterbacks we ever had. Yeah. But to me, and I'm learning it from the Patriots right now, we need yeah. to move to a run-pass offense. Um, if they expect, if we expect to be as lethal as these rest of the rest of these offenses in this league, we got to start moving to run pass option. Mm-hmm. Um, doing the handoffs all the time is just not going to work, and this is why it cost us yesterday. Just handing it off to Gurley is it's not going to just it's not going to work. Um, defenses are starting to like have more time to stop the run, which is kind of hurting us. The O line's still inexperienced, but. I'm looking at it from, like, the Patriots comparison. You had Brady all these years. But to me, man, I'm, I'm loving this offense right now mm-hmm. that the Patriots are running with Cam. Yep. Um, and I texted you this yesterday. Brady would have not gotten those first downs that Cam mm-hmm. did yesterday running the ball when mm-hmm. the play was broken. Um, and Matt Ryan is like a Brady. He Matt Ryan is really good passing the ball. He throws, he throws dimes down the field. But when the play gets broken up, he'll run and get, like, get you two, three yards. Uh, when they do a run pass option, everyone knows he's not going to run it himself. He's going to hand it off, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's we got to move on from that, man. Like I like we just mentioned the Cardinals earlier in this episode. The the offense is look it's it's electric. It's exciting to watch because Murray can run the ball. He can go down there and run, get you twenty yards down the field yeah. with the run pass option. It's the same with Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. Like that's just the new style nowadays in the NFL. Um, these teams are, are adapting to it before everybody else is, and the Patriots are becoming one of those teams now as well. You, I love Matt Ryan, man, but I feel like we just we got to find a quarterback soon that, that's going to be able to, to fit into this new modern NFL style of play on the offense side of the ball. So I don't know, man. Matt Ryan's getting up there in age two, and I love him to death, but we if we're going to go back to the Super Bowl, it's either going to be with our defense being so good and having that offense that we have now, or we're just going to have to move on to – with Matt Ryan and get a run pass option quarterback because it's not going to work with Matt Ryan anymore, dude, honestly. And I, and I love him to death. I love the Falcons, but I'm just looking at it five years down, down the road. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't see it happening. Yeah. I mean, we said it during the draft. We thought um, Jalen Hurts was going to be a good fit for this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Jalen Hurts is going to be a great quarterback in my opinion. Reason, if he ever gets the opportunity. Yeah, for whatever reason, the Eagles took him, but. Maybe they know Carson. They don't like Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz would be good for you guys too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, just, I think I don't feel like he has an opportunity in Philly. And mm-hmm. I want to talk about Philly in a little bit, but you just because you said the Patriots, let's just get into that game. I mean, what a game! I feel like every time these two teams play each other, it's just down to the wire, last minute, last second. Like the the game they played after the Super Bowl in New England, it was Brady at the one and he tried to throw it to Gronk. Gronk had to catch it and the Seahawks win. And then this time the Patriots looked like they were out of it and then all of a sudden Cam comes back and if it was Brady honestly, I don't think Brady comes back. They don't have the opportunity to come back in that game. Especially the Brady now. But what I saw from Cam yesterday, bro, wow. He he's back. Like he it's just official. Like last week we I saw exactly. we saw like the run game. We saw him running. He's strong he's strong in that. He's good in that. We didn't see him throw the ball that much though. Yesterday, he was lighting it up. And I this is what I'm gonna say. I feel like 
McDaniels had to do this because of Brady, I felt like Brady held back Edelman for the past couple of years. Because mm-hmm. what I saw Edelman do yesterday, I have not seen Edelman do that this whole time he's been in New England, bro. Maybe a couple of times here and there, but... Yeah, career-high numbers yesterday, right, with the receiving yards? eight catches, 179 yards receiving. I mean, I've, I've never seen this Edelman before in my life, bro. And the fact that he did all this with Cam, the fact that they had this chemistry already... Mm-hmm. I, I I've seen I've seen what I have to see already, bro. Lock him up. Like it, it's time to sign him to a to a four or five year extension. Whatever you want to give him, Absolutely. it's time to go. Like it, I don't want to see Stidham. I I, I respect Stidham. I, I get he's a good young guy, but he's not proven. Cam Newton's proven. I've seen what I have to see. Lock him up long term. I don't want to see. Oh, I mean, we gotta go into this off season and see what's going. Like no 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 no. You saw what you have to saw. Well, you have to see. And it's both. I I need Cam on this team long term. Like I, this dude is back, and I don't want to see somebody else get him. Like I feel like Panthers fans are punching the air right now, seeing us have him and doing what he's doing compared to Teddy Two Gloves. Like I told y'all, the fact that the Carolina Panthers thought that Teddy Bridgewater was a better QB than Cam Newton for them is ridiculous. And now here we are, and the the play at the end of the Seahawks game. I thought it was bad. I thought it was, I was like, man, that's a terrible play. But I watched it again. That was on Cam. And he even said it. Like, if he would have bounced it outside, that's a walk-in touchdown. But I don't know why he read it the way he did and he wanted to take it inside. Maybe he thought he could beat the the DNs. But like, he had a walk-in touchdown. And I'm just very confident in this team after what I saw yesterday. Like you said, the the uh unpredictability of what you're gonna get each play like the touchdown he threw to johnson in the end zone you thought he was gonna run it he's kind of stood back and just popped it over the defense it's just i don't like are we gonna get cam doing what he did yesterday are we gonna get cam from last week running for 75 yards and two touchdowns he got two touchdowns in this game too in the run so it's like this team man this defense is the only thing I feel like the opt-outs are really showing. It, it, yeah, it's I was going to tell you that yesterday too. But Yeah, the opt-outs um, are really showing that it's affecting them on, on the field. Uh, I know you still have confidence in this defense too, but I, I do. mean, yeah, you can tell. But I, wow, I've never seen, besides the, the Week 17 game, Gilmore looked worried out there. I've never that seen Gilmore true. play. Metcalf was eating this dude's lunch, like, they got into it on the bench and the Seahawks bench where that whole fight happened, but he was just I, I've never seen that before from Gilmore and even when he was on Buffalo, like I just never seen him get cooked like that. He got he they were going they were looking for where's Metcalf? Okay, let's throw the ball to him. Like that's what I've never seen that and it's like, man, the the defense I it's just the opt outs are really gonna play a role into how far this team goes because Patrick Chung's not out there. Dante Hightower's not out there. I'm missing a bunch of pl- other players, but, you know, just those two in particular that opted out, which really surprised me that they did. But, I mean, I, I'm not going to give them shit for it. But, man, if we had those, I feel like if we had a full squad, this is a Super Bowl team, honestly. Absolutely. Oh, I would 100% agree. I 100% agree. This, that defense was scary last year, man, and I love that defense. But when they yeah, had all those opt outs. I was just like, ah, I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah. But Cam, Cam is Cam, bro. You know, he's he's gonna enjoy his best. But it's like he's we gonna... didn't know what Cam we were gonna get. You know, like is Cam healthy, healthy, or are they just saying that? You know. But now Not we Steve. see, we see what kind of Cam we're getting, man. 
the I thing to me is step up. My bad, the thing ahead. to me is I don't understand why people would like I, I understand you said it but like I don't understand why people would say like oh which camera are we getting because he 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 never lost his talent bro he was just hurt you know like he, oh, yeah, so that's mean, what like, held him back? back was his is he back healthy or is he like kind of there you know what I mean that's what I mean I know he's talented. yeah yeah I know he's talented but the thing the thing to me is like I I knew he was gonna be good and healthy ready to go because mm-hmm. the the dude took a year off man like. Yeah. He did not play one single snap last year. A year of rest and like getting healthy is gonna make a difference. This is why I knew I was gonna see this cam when he's yeah. uh, showing us right now. I knew this cam was gonna come out when New England signed him. This is why I believe New England was very smart of taking him because you could just tell. I I saw this coming miles away. Uh, you're gonna have a healthy cam here, and and he, especially because he took the year off and everybody disrespected him this league. Oh, bro, that's. That's twice as much fire as he's gonna bring now to this team, man. Yeah. This offense has really impressed me, bro. I, I'm really liking this offense. This is, this is as exciting as the Cardinals are right now with this offense to me. Uh, Cam's looking good, man. I I only saw the second half. I didn't see the the first half of this game because obviously the Lakers were on. But yeah, I don't know, bro. This defense, if they're gonna if they're gonna be a Super Bowl contender, it's gonna come down to this defense, like you yeah, just they said. Have to step up, bro. They have yeah, to. The, those players that they have right now are gonna have to step up. Gilmore has to do better. Um, I can't. I'm surprised. I knew Metcalf was gonna have a decent game, but jeez, yeah. Louise, this man, this man made it seem like Gilmore wasn't even on the field, dude. I, I had to look it up. I'd be like, is Gilmore hurt or something? When I was watching this game, I was like, Jesus Christ! And then I looked it up, and then I saw a play when Metcalf made like got a 20 yard catch, and I saw Gilmore. They showed Gilmore. I was like, oh wow, this was really guarding him, and he can't do anything about it. I, so, the, the, the schedule doesn't get easier either. Like they got the Raiders next week, which I know all oh, the Raiders. But if Henry Ruggs is healthy, that's a problem. That's a problem right there. They got mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes the week after that. They play the Texans, which the Texans. I like the receiving commodity. It's just I, I like the receiving committee that they have. It's just I don't. The Texans are too stale to me right now, man. It's a, I feel like that Billy O. Billy O. has a hot seat too. Don't don't get it twisted. I feel like he's gonna be out of here pretty soon. But um, they got the Ravens as well. Like it, it, the schedule is not gonna get easy. They got Stephon Diggs. Remember he's in the division now. Mm-hmm. They got him coming up. So it's like they have to figure it out with what they have. Maybe they're maybe they'll make a deal or something. But you know, I feel like they need to do something with that defense. Like this defense. And it's not. Oh, go ahead. It's not just those games though, like those tough opponents. The Patriots, what they gotta do is they gotta they gotta beat the games that they're supposed yeah. to win. Like uh-huh. the Jets twice, you gotta beat those guys. The Dolphins again when they go back in Miami. Like last uh, week, we should have beat Miami by twenty, but because Nikhil Harry fumbled that ball in the back of the yeah. end zone, you know they stayed around. But but I, I give them the benefit of the doubt just because it's week one. You don't have any preseason games, yeah. like we said. You know it's Cam's first game, so I give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, but yeah, like these other games, like. I, I'm looking at the schedule right now. The Chargers, Jets, Dolphins, the, the Chargers. You gotta win those games yeah. because though if you lose one of those games, it's it's you're done, man. Like you can't be losing those games. You gotta give yourself room to be able to lose these other tough matchups that you have going on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. This Patriots schedule is kind of hard, man. It's scary what they what they're playing. Um, you like gotta beat this, the Broncos I, too. I like but, the confidence. I, I like this team the way they're playing though. They got true though. That's think true. about it. All these guys besides Demir Bird were on the squad last year, and Brady couldn't do anything with them. Now look at Cam; he's making them look like Pro Bowlers, kind of like Demir Bird. I knew he was gonna have a connection with him because they played in Carolina together. Mm-hmm. But Edelman, the chemistry right away, like 
That's uh, that was crazy. Uh, 179 yards. I did not think he was going to lead the league in receiving yesterday. If someone would have told me that, I would have laughed in the face. Like no way. And he went off last night. So yeah, he did. <laughs> and, and the Seahawks to pivot to them real quick because I don't want to just say oh the page like like the the Seahawks man. I mean we said it earlier. Russell Wilson. This is the best I've ever seen him look. Even when they won the Super really? Bowl, he did. He wasn't asked to do that much because of the Legion of Boom, but. This is the best he's ever looked. They're finally letting him throw the ball, and this is what happens. Like that, that throw to Metcalf was good, but the throw to David Moore on the left sideline of Jason McCourty right there on him, and he was able to toe tap it in the corner of the end zone. I was like, oh, I'm like, oh my gosh, bro, come on, how how can you defend that? Like this dude, yeah, like lob passes or like just down the field throws. It's the best. He's the best in the league. It's him and him or Mahomes, but. I feel like consistently wise, it's, it's, it's Russell it's Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, yep. it's unbelievable, bro. Like it's, and the defense that Jamal Adams is bringing an attitude to this team. Like it's like he wanted to leave New York just to prove a point. <laughs> and now look at him. Like he was all over the field yesterday, make, causing havoc. I feel like that's bringing out a lot of energy in these other guys. Like LJ Collier. How many times have I said that dude's name and I'm like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. And what does he do? He stops Cam at the goal line. Yeah. Like, it's like he's just bringing that energy to this team. That's why I have them going to the Super Bowl. Like, I, I don't know. This, this is what makes this uh, Patriots team more impressive is, like, you're playing a Super Bowl contender. And we're and right there. You were right there. You just you were one play away from stealing this game. Yeah. So this is what makes this game more impressive. Like this is why the when the Falcons lost yesterday, uh, the momentum and confidence just went downhill. But with the Patriots, this loss, man, you gotta take yourself. You take. Oh yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not kicking myself uh, at all. I'm, yeah, absolutely. Keep your head up after this game because yeah. they they did what they could to to win that game, and you know you just played a a very tough Super Bowl contending Seahawks mm-hmm. team. So. I don't know. I tip my head off to the to the to the Patriots too with this game, but yeah, Seahawks look good, man. Like you said, yeah. I mean, they, their receivers again, like uh, obviously Metcalf, but Lockett looks good, like always. David Moore looks like he's gonna have a good year, and then this dude Swain, like I've ne- I don't know who that is, but he had a a touchdown on the Patriots, just wide open. So I mean, and they have Greg Olson and Disley, so. They have weapons. Like they have, they have some weapons to play with. Chris Carson, who's had a good year up to this point. Like this team, I'm yeah. telling you, man, this is a super. This is gonna be my NFC Super Bowl team. Will they win it? I don't know. We'll see when we get there. But I feel like for sure they're gonna they're gonna just take care of business when it matters. Especially just the way I'm seeing Jamal Adams play through the first two weeks. It he looks scary out there, bro. Him and Bobby Wagner, I would take those two on my defense over anybody. You know, any day of the week. So, yeah, I mean, they got they got the Cowboys next week. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Cardinal, they still got their division to play, man, and yeah, that's a tough they division. Got the AFC East still to play. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good. Uh, I'm gonna keep keep your eyes up for the Seahawks. That's, like I said, that's my team. I have going to the Super Bowl, but same. Um, you know that they just look unstoppable right now. They look like the Rams when the Rams. Were I was, Super no, Bowl. see, this is what I was gonna tell you. The Rams also look good too, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hats off to the LA Rams because I knew they were gonna do good, but damn, they're they're off. They're not as good as the Seahawks in my opinion right now. But no. these two wins they have right now, that's pretty impressive. I know the NFC East is a very weak division, but these are your top two teams in that division, and for them to destroy the Eagles yesterday and 
and to yeah, beat the Cowboys the week before. It's impressive, man. I didn't think they were going to go 2-0. I thought they were going to lose one of those games. So, no, shout out to the Rams. Business. Tyler Higby stepping up. So. Yeah, big time. Big yeah, time. So, I don't know. They got the Bills next week. So, they, if they win that one, then uh, if they win that one, then I'll, I'll right. seriously consider them uh, maybe to be a Super Bowl contender. But we'll see how they perform that That's game. That's going to be a good test. I'm going to watch that game for sure. Absolutely, yeah. dude. I'm going to try to watch that one, too. So Yeah, I mean, that's. That's pretty much it. And just to touch on the other games, I mean, Steelers, Broncos, Drew Locke, that's another name, got hurt. Yeah, um, see, I feel like the Broncos could have won that game yeah, if they, none of their players Jeff got Driscoll hurt. They almost had won this. them the game. It's just yeah. lost Jeff Driscoll. So, and they lost Cortland Sutton, which I think KJ Hamler is going to be a He's going to be a stud. A lot of Broncos fans I'm hearing, too, are, are agreeing with you there. He looks fast. He gets to the ball quick. I mean, he... He just comes down with everything that's thrown at him, basically, if you give him a chance. Yeah. I, I think, you know, just to give you guys some insider trading, pick up KJ Hamler in fantasy because I feel like that dude's going to step up. With Driscoll Ooh, or Drew Locke, I feel like those that guy's going to have a good year, especially with Cortland Sutton going out. They're yeah, because all the touch is going to go to Judy now. With Judy yeah. being the number one guy, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to try to shut down that Ricky as much as they can. So, yeah, you're right. Um, pick him up on fantasy if you can. But... Uh, I'm looking at these games. Though. Ravens came out pretty easily with against the Texans. Yeah, Texans. Uh, I'm telling you, they look flat, and I'm worried about them. Like, we didn't have them pick going to the playoffs anyway, but now, play- now more than ever, jeez, I, I thought they would beat one of these teams like this. I know the Chiefs and Ravens are tough, but I feel like whenever those two teams meet up, like whether it's the Chiefs and Texans or the Chiefs and Ravens, it's a good game. But they got handled. In two weeks in a row, like, geez. The thing, the, the funny thing is, I didn't see that game, but I did see one play. Like, I was, uh, I was like, uh, I was taking a break from what I was doing. I was like, oh, let me see, let me see the scores of these games. And then I clicked on the on, on the live game on the Ravens Texans. The only play outside of that game was Mark Ingram, like thirty yard run. It was it was a wildcat formation. I was like, I can't believe they really just let this full score. It was like, that was that was what sealed the deal for the Ravens that game. I think they were up like 33 to 16 now at that point or yes. something like that. <laughs> I was like, yo, I can't believe the one play I see, this is the Texans right here. I'm summed up in one play. They just, they didn't pick up the runner for some weird reason. I was like, wow, that was very disappointing. Um, Chiefs Chargers, though, shout out to the, the Chargers for putting up a game in this shout one. Shout out to Herbert, uh, bro. Like, yeah, Herbert, man. Kickoff? Wow. He looks Look good. Like, he looks but uh, see the thing the thing to me is all rookies are gonna be like this, man. Like you don't have no tape on these guys. You don't know what they're gonna bring to the table and from an NFL like you know, field and stuff. So I expect the rookies like when Tua starts his first game too, I expect Tua to have a great first game or two first two games. We'll see how these coaches adjust now that they have film on these guys against yeah. like these NFL opponents. So we'll see how Herbert does next week. Um what else do we got here? Bears, like the Giants had a chance to win it, and they did it at the end. The Vikings look like they might be in contention for the number one pick. Yeah, bro. My goodness. They're, they're embarrassing My me with these predictions goodness. right this now. Jesus ridiculous. Christ. ridiculous. They look awful. The Jaguars yeah, was... look oh, – I'm, I'm shocked. The Jaguars are like, wow. The they are. They almost they beat the Titans trying. yesterday. Wow. Yeah, they're, like... they're out to prove a point, which I feel like they, they should just try to get Trevor Lawrence. But I mean, it's just me, but – I don't um, think they will anymore, yeah, dude. I think so. They're gonna win like six, seven games now. The way I look at it, it's just yeah. They're, they're, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised with them. Um, let's see. 
the Niners, um, yeah, I, yeah, I told you, bro, I yeah, like to bet Jets. on the Niners. The Jets were not going to beat them. <laughs> Jets, no. Um, even um, with their backups. And did you see that third and 30 play? Yeah, with McKinnon. Jesus my Christ, goodness. third and 31. What happened They got there? 55 oh yards on that play? Come on, bro. <laughs> that is the Jets right there. The Bills, Jets the offense Jets. was actually a good one. They Honestly, the wire. I, I, I don't know who, what's worse right now, being a Jets fan or being a Falcons fan. Because, <laughs> man, I, like we're good, but Jesus Christ, we just choke a lot. The I Jets think, are just uh, flat out Jets. bad. Jets will take the cake every time. Uh, yeah, the Dolphins-Bills one, I remember we were talking about this. Uh, I yeah. told you, man, I, I had confidence in the Bills, but I would, don't be surprised if the Dolphins sneak away. Yeah, they almost, they, almost yeah, they almost did. They almost did, so <laughs> it was crazy, that um, game. The Eagles, we talked about it with the we talked about the Rams with the Eagles again. This is why I have them possibly picking number one. They just look the injury bug has really bitten them. They also they lost another offensive lineman yesterday, and they just look bad, bro. They, it's it's gonna be tough for them. And like I said, I think they're gonna be picking top five this year. It just doesn't look yeah, good for them. Yeah, and it's a shame because I think Carson Wentz is good, but I believe he they're gonna good. blame some of this on him. No, and I think I mean, it's it not his fault. No receivers out on the he field. Has so. No receivers and no O line. What kind of combination is that? Like uh, he literally so. carried this team on his back last year by himself. The year they went to the Super Bowl, he looked unstoppable, and then he got hurt. So it's like, what? Why are we not giving him his credit when he deserves it? But when, you know, the team looks shitty. Oh, fuck Carson Wentz. He looks awful. He, nobody wants to take Carson Wentz and blah blah blah. Like, no, he's good. Like. He's proved it. Yeah. He's proved it time and time again. Can he stay healthy? That's the only thing. But when he is healthy, he puts the team on his back. And that team goes with him. Like, he brings us this. I think he brings a lot of swagger to the Eagles squad when they're like full horses. Like, everybody's there. I mean, Carson Wentz, I, I'd take him over a lot of quarterbacks in this league. Like, yeah. Um, well. I agree, but I just know from the Eagles front office they're gonna possibly blame this on Carson Wentz and obviously Doug Peterson. But and the Zach Ertz thing isn't helping them either. I mean, we said it last week. Keep an eye out for the Zach Ertz, you know, trade drama because they got into it on the practice field. You know, they what about contract. When you yeah. guys are bringing that out on the practice field, it's a lot worse than people are making it seem. And hey, don't be surprised if he gets traded. Like we said, like it's gonna, it's probably gonna happen towards towards the deadline. They can't come Certainly. to an agreement. But, um, but one more thing before we uh, close this out. Uh, game okay. to watch. Well, what game will you be watching next week or next the week. game of the week, in your opinion? Ooh, I think Chiefs-Ravens Monday night. Oh, yeah. That has You're to right. be a good one. But I won't be able to because I'm at work. But I think the Packers-Saints is going to be a shootout on Sunday mm. night. That was going to be my, a shootout. My game to watch is going to be Rams-Bills. Rams Bills too. That's gonna be a good one for sure. It's gonna be great. That's gonna be a good test for the Rams. You know, the Rams. We've been, you know, like you said, the NFC East is kind of weak right now. But um, like the Cowboys could easily be 0-2 as well. So, you know, we'll see what they can do against the Bills. The Bills are looking good. Stephon Diggs. That trade is looking as good as the DeAndre Hopkins trade. I mean, yep. They're stretching the field. Josh Allen looks a lot better in year two or year what is it four or five whatever, but. Uh, this year he looks a lot better, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna be watching that game for sure. But I think Chiefs Ravens, we have to see. This might be the AFC Championship game, so I want to see that for sure. But that's it for me. I don't know if you got anything else. Nah, that's that's pretty much it for me as well. Yep. All right. Well, you know what to do, guys. Stay safe. 
Stay safe out there. Stay blessed. Uh, follow our social media. Subscribe to Sports Inferno. And we'll see you when we see you. Peace. Peace.